It's time for the Mind Crack Podcast, episode 128. This episode of the Minecraft Podcast is brought to you by Braintree. If you're working on a mobile app and searching for the right payments API, check out the Braintree V.0 SDK. With one simple integration, your customers get every way to pay. To learn more and to try out the sandbox, go to braintreepayments.com slash Minecraft. Hello, everybody. And on this episode of the Minecraft Podcast, we have Good, Badge, and Doc. How you doing? Uh, this is the uh, Beard Podcast, um, mm-hmm. uh, where we talk about... Depression Beard. Mm-hmm. Depression Beard? <laughs> this is my depression beard. I got really depressed after the uh, marathon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really sad. I still feel it. Is that why you have a beard too, Doc? Is that also your depression beard? And the jet lag. I, I just, I'm living like a zombie since a week, man. It's like... Crazy. You didn't have to run away again the day after you got back. Uh, to shoot yeah, someone. you guys landed and then immediately went to an anime convention. Yeah, that was really weird. But uh, uh, yeah, I mean, Pyro fell asleep at half past eight on Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> like a little baby. Like, mm, uh, we were just knackered, knackered all the way. But it was good fun. Yeah. yeah, I was watching you know, I was Periscope from the bar, and Papyro was all really happy and excited, had a pint. He's like, all right, Badge, you ready to go back to the bar and get more? And Badge is like, no. I'm going to bed. That was 12 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> and Papyro was like, well, at least hold the Periscope while I go get me a beer, Badge. And Badge was like, no, I don't want to talk to him. <laughs> I was like, man, this is the worst. <laughs> oh, man, this whole weekend with Pyro, it does your head in, you know? <laughs> It was such day. You have been together like four hours at that point. <laughs> yeah, it takes time to get used to him, you know. <laughs> Dude, that picture he said of you and Nando's with the guy in the background crying. That was so good. <laughs> so mean. Um, he was having a conversation with a girl behind the till who's ordering his food. And he was like, blub, and she was like, blub, 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 blub. I thought I was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't understand a word either of them saying. They were double speed. And, oh, it was weird. <laughs> That's awesome. Kids these days. Of, Kids these days. Of, yeah. I've got to show you my hat. I got. Hang on, hang on. This is what? Awesome is it from the anime convention. I assume he just set down his headset. Uh, well, Baz is showing off things that he got. I got a new poster. <laughs> it's not a poster. <laughs> It's, oh, a, it's actually a pillowcase. It's definitely that, a pillowcase. Uh, that's, that's a we'll one explain, guy, right? we'll explain right after Badge shows off his hat. What is this? Okay. What the it's fuck a hand crocheted Yoda, Yoda hat. Oh, oh I thought oh, it was wow. Shrek. It's you're not like putting it on. You're like holding it up like it's a t-shirt or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Please wear it the whole podcast. That's Amazing. ridiculous. Yeah, that's what we need. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, Harry Styles. Um so Harry yeah, Styles. Harry Styles. Yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry Styles. Of One Direction. He fame. British. British. He, uh, he's they're they're That's all sure an artist name, right? That's what? not his real name, man. I don't know. Oh, really? I don't know. They have fake names. Mm. Yeah, that would make sense. They are, they are top of the uh, table for rich list under thirties. So really? Yeah. Yeah. One, yeah. One Direction, eighty million pounds. Do you know they got started on? One of those, uh, like, got talent shows. Yeah. yeah um, and they were rejected. Name? Simon at, Cowell is yeah. who uh, uh, created discovered them. 
Yep. It's yep. funny. Most of the ones that come in second are the ones that succeed. The ones that come in first seem to disappear pretty quick. Well, part of the yeah. problem is that like they own you. Like they own you after you win yeah. first place. Yeah, you're better off to not win yeah. almost. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, if you get second, you get all of the promotion all the way up to the fi- finale. You get the same promotion, basically, the of the first place right. uh, person. And then you're your own man or woman instead yeah. of owned by the company. Exactly. Uh, so it's I, it says on his Wikipedia, Harry Edward Styles. No, there's no like other name. Like also, who is this? Who is called Edward Styles? That sounds like a freaking super <laughs> agent. <laughs> he was born ready to be famous, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Oh, it was the X Factor was where they created them. And yeah. what's funny is they all they all failed. They all didn't go on. And what uh, Simon did was like put them all together and was like, you guys should compete as five instead of as one. Yeah. And then now they're humongous. <laughs> now they're like what a super genius. Big. Now they're on my wall. What yeah, now he's on your wall. Yes, he is. Zane is the one who left. Yeah. Did he, did he try and come back again or something? Uh, you know what? I you know after Zane left, you know the whole group is basically falling apart. So yeah. I just stopped falling, you know. <laughs> I'm disappointed in you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's uh, there's that's Harry back there. Um, so yes, dragging it, kicking and screaming back to where we were. Marathon. Marathon. <laughs> it was super uh, successful for people who don't know. We raised two hundred over what what. What are you I was going to say talking chest? to good-looking guys in a dress, but... Oh. <laughs> well, we need to it's make that uh, calendar. Uh, we need to make it a yeah, thing. I, 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 I think that that calendar should be sold. Like, that should be like an item we have at our booths that we, like, sign. I would yeah. totally be all about signing some calendar. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't get any makeup, did you, Doc? You'd, uh... No. Have to have uh, my, my, stock on the on the ground with uh, the computer. He's mentioned the computer. My my mainliness uh, didn't allow the makeup. Yeah, <laughs> I never How's got made up either. Where you got no. it uh, waxed? It's starting yeah, to come well, back. Okay, that no. <laughs> no, it's not. starting to come back. I got like little nubby bits. Where uh, I think, I think uh, this this hair is gone forever. I'm gonna have a like a <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> this spot. Yeah. You have a I receding leg line. Like I was uh, was waiting in a restaurant to get seated, and I'm sitting there on the bench, and I look down, I'm like, "All oh, right, like waxed." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Keep forgetting that uh, it's just out there, and I'm wearing shorts out in the world. Yeah, we wear <laughs> pants. Yeah. Um, we ended up raising over two hundred eight thousand dollars in during the donation campaign, but we also raised quite a lot with the T-shirt campaign. Yeah, it was like three dollars off of ten thousand. Um, so basically. Two hundred eighteen thousand. If you add the Teespring in, um, so yeah, that is fantastic. A lot of money in forty-eight hours. And I suppose Mini hundos, as Doc would say. Hey, wait a minute. With the hundos, we, like that thing, came, Seth came up with that stuff. Sevidus, and Sevidus. I think they used it. Uh, I don't know where, and he he just planted in it in my brain, and then we yeah we rolled from there. So credit, <laughs> credit is due. Um, but yeah, I think it was really funny. Like really after works. a while, it became such a thing that we were using it. Like at any moment we got, it'd be like quarter oh, hundo. Quarter hundo. <laughs> oh, it's a sixth of a hundo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that was partially also because of uh, sleep deprivation and all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, 
think the, uh, the, the last eight hours, I have to say, there was a real struggle for me. Like it you, was exhausting. You but, pulled it out of the bag though. In the last five hours or so, I think we went. We went. The Euros kind of went to bed, and then when we came back, I thought, "Well, we're not going to make our target." It was quite low, mm-hmm. and then you just motored through. Like you just came into your own. Yeah, yeah that it really helped. I don't know. We did a little experiment with it pretty much during one of the night sessions with the yeah. Euro cruise. And we did it a little bit reading out donations and kind of, yeah, showing appreciation in a way. And that really worked. And I thought, okay, if it worked in the night, probably should work again. And that really yeah, got it going again. I mean, yeah, we were all, honestly, we were all coming together. I think we were sitting at 150 grand or so. Mm-hmm. And then we were like, ah, man, this is going to be tight. What you going to do now? And and the yeah. t-shirts yeah, we also out. knew like the last segments weren't things that really drove donations like UH like some segments drive their own donations like UHC and then some don't and we knew what yeah. we had coming up was all fun stuff but nothing that would you know bring in donations so to speak yeah it was cool though you know i mean obviously um, it was a bit of an exhausting trip especially for the euro guys i mean we were flying like 11 hours or something and we yeah. pretty much arrived we went to the venue started helping to build up as good as we could i mean we had the, we had the tech guys there around through <laughs> um, but yeah you know we tried to i don't know we just asked him okay what to do and he said okay climb up this ladder hang some things there and this and that so that worked and then pretty much we went to dinner and then next day boom things started 48 hours and then next more uh, then tear everything down go to another dinner fly home <laughs> yeah <it's>, uh, <laughs> it was pretty crazy like uh, i left the damn thing thinking all right i'm gonna run i'm gonna run everyone's bags back to the hotel and i'm gonna run back help you guys break down then we'll go to dinner and i never saw the loft again I thought I would get to come back, you know. I, I, I'm pretty sure. Like I was looking for my mouse for my keep my uh, my laptop earlier, and it's pretty sure it's at the loft. Uh, yeah, like, well, I oh, I you chip. know what? Oh yeah, yeah my mouse. Well, Chad's got my mouse. I'm right. I'm right. Actually, I, you know what? That hat actually got left. I didn't get an answer quick enough, <laughs> and I just left it. My hat. Yeah. Yeah. No, there was a like a crummy little like black and silver mouse that I grabbed. Uh, it sounds like my mouse. Oh. Um, so yeah, yeah. In a yeah. Room. rampant favoritism. Though. You can see that like my house is a mess right now. Between like one of my sh- chairs like, behind you, shipping stuff out. Your ch- a chair, one of your chairs. Oh man, oh, the ball. Yeah, I have a ball. <laughs> the problem with the ball. So I bought why, this why ball. Why is there a ball? Because I this chair. Oh, the, it, the ball. Be yeah, like the chair. Cash. My chair is so squeaky. Like it's super duper squeaky. And so I was like, oh, the ball, like I'll get a ball. Here's, here's my issue uh, with the ball. You'll, you'll figure it out pretty quickly. There's no back support. Oh, and Jesus no, Christ, you're way like, up in the sky. Like, way I, up in the ceiling. Like it's- Well, maybe perhaps you could move the camera. Well, yeah, sure, I can move the camera, but like, it's like such a different shot that yeah. everyone's going to be like, what the heck happened to you? And I also feel move? very much like in command of this desk. <laughs> like, it's, uh, lift your feet off the ground. Yeah, I can. <laughs> oh, that sounds scary. I feel like I'm getting scared. I'm That's why it's good. It, it works your core. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. And, and you have like, you cannot lounge on a ball. Like <laughs> you have to keep your back straight. Otherwise, like you're just like all over the place. But yeah. yeah so. 
about the marathon, we like we posted like the good, the bad, the ugly. What was what was really good? Maybe everybody can give a short statement about that and what they disliked or whatever. So well, we, you know, we yeah. pushed out a, a, a survey. Did you see the results from that? Partially, yeah, yeah. I don't remember where those are at. Yeah, um, we had everyone, uh, we had everyone vote, and that was interesting to see what everyone from the outside point of view thought as well. I'll try to pull that up while you guys are. All right. Yeah, so. there's a lot of things that I think we could change. Like, um, uh, I, I think that for the wheel spin for three hundred dollars, we shouldn't have had some of the smaller things on the wheel spin. Uh, mm. because like people would donate quite a lot, and then it would be like spin the wheel, and it'd be like name on a whiteboard you know um yeah. I, that was a, that felt a little um crummy people really liked when they absolutely knew what they were going to get so i think we should have more of those and maybe even just like keep the so wheel spin need, only to the to the milestones there's a lot of people that don't have 300 dollars to give yeah. away that, that want to yeah. contribute and get something out of it so we need to have little little things yeah exactly yeah. um i also feel like next dollars. time we need to figure out some way that that the hosted the UHC doesn't have to stand up and like because I was so worried that something ex like or super exciting was going to happen in game and I was going to be like, what? What's going on? Somebody <laughs> tell me what? Uh, as I was like, you know, icing good or something. Um, no. So yeah, and and I think that like we want to show those off, but I think that might even be best to keep to like the individual streaming points of view. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's so many. I, I've been thinking so much about how to improve it and, and how to make everything yeah. sm go smoother and just absolutely everything. So, yeah, one big thing is, as you know, for me, as we, you know, we talk a lot and we hang out a lot, but, you know, meeting people in person is obviously the icing on the cake is really amazing. Oh, yeah. Helps bonding in the group and we can also address some stuff that needs to be talked about that is better really done when you're in the mood and stuff so we need to make sure like for the next uh, charity streams that we can hang out a little bit yeah. prior and afterwards I mean, that'll be really important but hopefully with the success we had with this one for the next one we can get a few more sponsors on board that hopefully make that possible like kind of you know everything we had a lot of people showing interest a few bailed on us um a few just you know were giving some products and um, the behind the scenes was so uh, insane like yeah. there people was have no idea like the text yeah. that like like aaron and i were trading and then i would text chad like uh, just so you know we don't we don't actually have computers no. so we all have flights no have and there was so much to be there I did not let you guys know. There was so much that was like so stressful that I didn't even like let the group know. Like well, I kept asking you about the TriCast and you're like, yeah, I don't know. Like I could see it in your eyes. You'd be like, it's going to be fine. But yeah, I'm tell. like, we're going to have a TriCaster. I just don't know how we're going to have a TriCaster. <laughs> yeah. But if I have to go buy one and then like be like, man, it didn't work. Let's return it. Like, oh my gosh. Like it'd be ridiculous to buy one because they're like $25,000. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, there that was, was a so crazy much. part, man. The whole organizational part before it, and but also on on site, we had to do so much shit. Uh, it was it was unreal, and we definitely need, need more backing because we definitely see. Sure, everybody had its highs and lows, but we were exhausted just by the process of organizing everything. So hopefully, we can 
kind of get a better flow with that for the next one. So we, not everything rests on our shoulders, you know. Yeah. My, and a, long, a longer sort of pre and post. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, me pulling everything out. Me and Drew went back the next morning to like pack everything the rest of the way out. And that was like, oh my God. We we had to make a trip up to Twit, which is in uh, at Petaluma, which is an hour north. And so it's an hour back, uh, two hour trip. Um, and we did all of that. And then we got back and the audio mixer that Twit had lent us, we forgot to God. take. <laughs> oh, God. Did oh. you have to drive back to Petaluma or what'd you so do? I was like, I was like, there's no way because also our timeline we really needed to be back in LA by a certain time so that we could drop back off the equipment to the rental house. And it was just like, there is just no way this is happening. So I started texting and trying to figure out if there was, if there was like a place or like what was going on. And apparently Twit had a new employee who uh, lives within about, you know, 30 minute drive uh, that I was able to drop off the mixer at her place. And it was like, oh my gosh, I cannot believe that we forgot this. Um, yeah, that and yeah. Drew's car was packed. You have never seen a more packed car. Like it, we probably could not fit like a ream of paper in there. Like it was so packed. Um, Anyway, yeah, the content is probably worth more than the car as well. Oh gosh, that was the other. It's like, <laughs> like getting food is like we have to do a drive-through because we're not going to like leave the car in the parking lot. Like, <laughs> like yeah. there's no way this car is we're worth stopping. Yeah, it's like to, how to add. Like the car was worth like a Lamborghini, even though it was like <laughs> a Hyundai. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Other than that, I think it. Yeah, in general, it was a really successful thing. I mean, obviously, you know, it's not a walk in the park, it's a marathon. So, but I'd rather, you know, focus my full energy on actually fundraising than all the, yeah. the crazy yeah. I mean, around, you know. That's what we talked about at Minecon this year too. Like we do, we do, every, we don't, we don't have a big group fund to spend money to pay for this stuff, to have other people do the stuff for us. So we end up doing a lot of it ourselves, and we really need to not <laughs> like that. Our party at Minecon where like, afterwards it's raining we're trying to like unload un tear down everything from our party and get it over to the convention center and stuff it's like we keep putting ourselves in these situations where we're doing all the work and it's yeah. a lot of shit and yeah. we're already stressed about everything else we're doing too yeah. so, there yeah. was um <clears throat> a few technical difficulties uh that there was an audio sync issue during the live stream but other than that holy mac like i go back and watch vods of that Oh, yeah. that looks so good. I'm yeah, really surprised did. at how good everything looked. And like whenever we did a wheel spin, there was always like a camera on the wheel. That always like capture exactly where it fell. And like, that was so cool. It was so neat. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I think it was a real success. Also, how the community was supporting there and, you know, really being being there, throwing money and being really supportive for us as well, you know, because of course you put a, the work in and do these things, but you have to rely on your community. Uh, that is really cool to see. Um, so for me, that was a really positive experience. But sometimes, you know, um, if, if, if you do less and less Minecraft and playing less on the server, I sometimes don't have a good feel how the community is doing because that, that was such a centralized point where we all could get together and stuff. And it like kind of, yeah, it's spread out a bit 
But in situations like that, everybody comes together and that is really really good experience, I have to say. Mm -hmm. Very empowering feeling as well if you're able to do that, you know, raise that huge amount of cash for a good cause. It's pretty pretty dang cool. I mean, it's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm amazed at how the community really supported us. It was amazing. It was fantastic. Yeah. 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 And then you like always, you always go in not knowing something's yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, they, you always hope you're just like, yeah. well, we'll throw this whole thing. We we hope basically we're it's like one of those trust exercises. It's like you fall and you just hope <laughs> someone will catch right. you. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's pressure involved. I mean, sponsors um, have a certain, well, let's say they, they don't demand anything. It's a charity thing, so they probably hold their horses a bit. But, you know, they have certain expectations. Um, well, you know, so it would just be, like, embarrassing to be like, oh, we're going to raise all this money. Oh, we've got, like, uh, like Microsoft involved and, like, all uh, these people. Yeah, there's eh, pressure. We didn't get there. This ball there's is way too bouncy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, there's definitely pressure involved with things like that too. So when you kind of pass a goal, then it's huge relief, not only for the good cause, also you know on the business side of mm. things. So yeah, that's quite a quite a crazy ride, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I'm just glad so many of the group was able to make it there. It's yeah, just amazing. That was that was what really like depressed me afterwards is. Mm. like hanging out with everyone so was so natural and so easy and so fun mm. and oh gosh it was it was like like people who you know i don't i haven't really recorded a lot with like avidya and uh pack and uh badge and uh anyway <laughs> like like just uh just yeah we do the podcast badge jeez yeah, we're not recording games though. um <laughs> like that it was just so cool and it there, was, there was it a, really like it like ripped my heart out that like that was gone like yeah because considering the stress and stuff that we were under the the amount of arguments that were went on were negligible can you think of one no, no. Exactly. The only argument I saw was Badger Davidi argued about oh. Badger being underground during UHC, and then ba Badger Davidi like kept it up the entire thing. Like there was something that happened during the In and Out Burgers. I don't know what it was. Like Badger complained about. Yeah, I was trying to work out who's was something. I don't know. He's like, don't touch it. And it's like, well, he's in a bag. And he's like, don't touch it. Like, they basically became like brothers or something yeah. for the UHC. It was the dumbest. I don't know. It wasn't like they were actually bad. I love him, but he winds me up. I think. <laughs> Was yeah, it was, it was really cool to see. I, I can really say it's, um, you know, we always preach this, uh, it's a group of friends and then people started to throw shit at it a bit when we announced we want to do the corporation thing and said, yeah, it's our business. But it's, I can tell you, if you would have been there, I probably showed as well on the live stream, but um, it was really um, friends working hard on something together. And on the you know, and even enjoying their, their time there doing it, although it was hard work, but it was, uh, it's good feelings. You are, you're there, you know, you look around and wherever you look, you see a, a dude you like or a yeah. girl. There's uh, Aurelian there with us too, obviously. You can't forget about her. And so, that's in dresses. Yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. The dude's in dresses. It's, it's yeah. a good thing. 
It's I mean, I, I, whenever people on Reddit and stuff talk about that whole, you know, corporate thing, and I always say, you know, it, it's it was just us getting together as a cohesive unit so that we could go to companies and get sponsorship. And it's because of that we were able to do this. And yeah, exactly. That's pretty much all it was. Uh, and people still don't seem to quite grasp that concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. We all need to be on the same page where Minecraft as a company can go talk to Microsoft and say all yeah. these people are on board without Microsoft having to go and talk to each one of us to see if it's okay. Yeah, they never would have gone anywhere near us. No, no. It's, it's, just, it's also just a question of organizing things. You know, if you have like 20 people and okay, guys, do we want to do that? And every single one has to agree to things like that. Um, mm -hmm. Then it gets insane. You can always still veto, you know, and opt out of something yeah, if you don't want to so involve. But, you know, the, the given case is we assume that we as a group want to move forward in certain directions. And so far, there was not a single case uh, where anybody would have a reason to opt out of anything. You know, we, do, we didn't do other uh, yeah, things like we did before, but now it's easier. And that's still the whole point of the thing. And sometimes I'm still sad about that, that it, you know, sometimes gets, you know, yeah, displayed or talked about in such a negative way um i don't know what the real reason was for that maybe you know there were some things said that were not 100 percent perfectly communicated god knows but mm. um i can just say we're in a really good place now as a as a group right now very unified cohesive and you know all pulling a in the same direction I mean, it's, it's a good feeling it's awesome to know that you know literally everyone in this group could come to something like the loft or you know the the marathon and get along flawlessly like whenever we were picking rooms or whatever it was so like the hotel was like <laughs> who's gonna the hotel kept asking me when i was booking all our stuff who's gonna stay with who and i'm like it doesn't matter we're just working out when everyone gets here people would just stay stay with whoever and like they couldn't quite grasp yes. <laughs> they were like what like, you have yeah, a room of 20 yeah. people who are all cool with each other <laughs> not <laughs> So we don't normally deal with people like this. Um, yeah. Oh well, I say. I mean, saying that, I don't. I don't think uh, Kurt wants to share a room with me again. And uh, oh yeah, he did say you snore, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kurt did afterwards say we need to work out who who snores. Who snores. The thing about beef is beef will talk shit about my snoring, but that last night, like when we tried to go to the bar and we couldn't because the bars were closed on Sunday, and we came back. So I was in the room. It's like one o'clock. I'm not really. I'm, I should be tired, but I'm like still like hyped from the whole event. So I'm sitting there trying to be quiet, and I don't know why I was trying to be quiet because beef's over there just like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. oh god I should have recorded it because he's not he'll, he'll deny it I know he will but just recorded it yeah, that's but. funny I felt like I had a Drew ended up sleeping at the loft so much like during the marathon <laughs> yeah, I felt yes, like I had a room to myself I was like dang I feel guilty like sleeping in this room all by myself ah, I was crashing with a video that was extremely pleasant I mean video is just as chill I've never seen the guy in real life obviously that was also one thing I was really looking forward to and it's like he's as chill in real life as he, his voice sounds you oh, know, yeah. you know, it's oh, yeah. so chill it's he like, is I was also we were a bit oh, drunk maybe you know in the fell in love night. with a video during this uh, yeah, thing. And when I'm drunk Mm -hmm. So I supposedly I snored a bit in the first night. He was like anybody else would would have waked me up and go like, "Hey man, I need to sleep." Shut up. Shut the <laughs> he was just like, oh, "Yeah, dog, um, you you are not really a quiet sleeper, but it's okay." 
like that is pretty cool yeah 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 uh anything else we want to mention about the marathon before we move on it needs to be every weekend yeah yeah i know let's get that that house in hawaii sorted out we need to figure out where did this come from the house in hawaii Uh, the podcast actually uh, one of the podcasts we were talking about. We need to get a. I don't know exactly. I think it was Beef's idea. Some some podcast though. It seems like Hawaii was a bad. Like Severus would put the kabat. He'd be like, Hawaii's horrible. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I want to go to Hawaii. Well, we we need to come up with some some master plan so we amass millions in the Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> and just then we buy, buy an, an island. island. Oh yeah, yes. we've to Iceland because that's halfway. We should start. Yeah. A, we should do a Kickstarter campaign. Yeah. With like gold. Minecraft to the island. Yeah. Yeah. Minecracker Mine island. island. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I wonder how much it you would get cost. Off the island, son. <laughs> I'm sure that it wouldn't cost more than like a hundred thousand dollars to uh to like do our own survivor. Like hire <laughs> hire a production team to just do an episode of Survivor, but with us. I heard you islands now, you know. So. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, yeah. Moving on to some stories. Uh, Badge shared a, a story that I'm going to talk about. Uh, Apple, uh, with their smartphones, only creates Thief. 14. What? Thief. Thief. <laughs> I did. I took this story. 14.5% uh, of total phones which is humongous, uh, by the way, but they get 94% of global smartphone profits. <laughs> so they sell like close to 15%, get close to 95% of all profits. Um, and you might be thinking, why? How does this happen? This is stupid. Well, uh, Apple on average sells a, a phone for $670. Uh, and you might be thinking, what? I don't pay $670 for a phone. Well, your phone's subsidized through your carrier if you live in the uh, United States. Uh, and Samsung, which was the the, uh, the closest competitor, average phone cost is $180. So hmm. that is where the big difference comes from. And also, you know, Apple is one of the largest... Uh, you know, the funny thing is, um, Samsung make a lot of the uh, processors mm -hmm. that are in the Apple phones, so yeah. they get they cut the profit there. Um, but uh, those processors are like wholesale price. You know, they're not. Yeah. That is not the premium. You know, no, market price of uh, of is this Apple. after taxes or uh, I don't know. I, I also yes. like I, I, I was link in the chat. yeah. It uh, doesn't. Well, they can't really uh, count taxes as profits. So. Yeah, uh, so I guess you're right. Yeah, yeah. So that's before taxes, yeah. after taxes. I mean, Whatever. if you look at the list, um, Samsung is the second with like ten percent or eleven percent. Yeah, right at ten. At, yeah, yeah, right above ten percent. Which, which uh, mathematically doesn't make much sense. Which but. is crazy because uh, there's a graph on this article, and it shows in 2013, if if you would have have predicted where this graph was going to go and you didn't see 14 and 15, 2014 mm. and 15, you would have Seven, assumed yeah. that Samsung would have overtaken Apple because their market share dropped uh, mm. from 2012 to 2013 uh, and was not growing nearly as much as 2010 to 2011. So you would th like, 
you would think, oh man, Samsung, Samsung, that's they're taking over. Um, and then bam, Apple is uh, basically back on top uh, at the start of last year. Well, so yeah, they have market share now too, right? Apple does. Apple, yeah. what they always have yeah. market share. Well, yeah, no, but they lost market share for a they period, did. right? They did, yeah. yeah. No, and now it's it's like uh, it's crazy to look at because in 2013, Samsung was about 43 percent of of uh, the profit share. This is not market share. This is profit share. Mm, yeah. And uh, and Apple was just above 60 percent. So. From from co- close to forty three to sixty to nowadays, where Apple is at ninety four percent and well, Samsung is just above ten, just barely above ten. You know, one of the reasons, obviously, That's for profit. it is profit. yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Obviously, one of the reasons is Samsung <clears throat> tried their hardest to kind of you know um, stop the monopoly or the top marketing per, um, position of Apple. And how do you do that? If you don't have the hype, then use the price <clears throat> margin. Mm-hmm. So I think they were trying to, you know, sometimes like PlayStation or so, um, they don't make profit with their console. No, they just yeah. want to get it. Out, they just want to get it out there. And I assume Samsung kind of followed the same strategy. You know, yeah. really giving their phones away cheaply to those big telecommunication companies, and therefore this graph might be a bit deceiving. Um, no, no, yeah. no. I mean, the yeah. thing is, Samsung don't have a problem with sales because they're selling almost twice as many as Apple. Yeah, um, it's it's pure profit. Yeah. which kind of makes you think either either, they, either Samsung and everybody else are, as you say, doing like loss leaders. Now, yeah. one thing that's difficult Apple to tell over pricing. One thing yeah. that's difficult to tell by this article is if they're factoring in the uh, operating system as well. They, they mention how much the phones cost. I guess it is talking about smartphone sales. But can you also, so let's just like, just do like, a, just think about how much money Apple is making off of their operating system too. Because anything you buy in the app store, a third of it mm-hmm. goes to Apple. Any music you buy, that goes to Apple. Like mm-hmm. any, any, they can't sell the beat service this week, right? Uh, but that's because they have Apple Music. Right, that's just kind of weird. They bought Beats from Dre and them, and then they used the technology to create Apple Music, and then they just got rid of it. Mm-hmm. Just like I Have don't you know. Not, that, that's so normal in the. Um, I know it's just like a dick move, kinda. It's like we're gonna buy this thing. You get a you get a share of the sales that continue on from this. That thing that we bought from you, it's it's dead. It wasn't working, but now it's called this. You don't get any of those shares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, mm-hmm. just dick move. Yeah, that's you, all. You, you need to have that written into the contract that it runs a certain period of time and stuff. Don't you? Right, right. You can't I you mean, can't rebrand my product and cut me out in the next six months. It's it's obvious that Apple products are extremely high priced. I'm mm-hmm. deliberately not saying overpriced because that would um, get some Apple fanboys <laughs> probably going nuts. That's what um, this podcast is for. Um, <laughs> yeah, but you can definitely see that you can sell almost or equally as good cell phones for a cheaper price and for a mm-hmm. lower profit margin. But yeah, obviously from a like standpoint of a company, they're doing the right thing. They have Apple is like, a luxury brand. Yeah. Like a- Apple has moved it's into it's a lifestyle and it's like Louis Vuitton. It's like, you know, yeah, uh, Gabbana, like 
Yeah, Nike. Yeah, it's it's a they, brand. They, it cost them five bucks, five yeah. bucks to make a pair of shoes in in Indonesia or wherever they make them, and then they sell them for two hundred. But yeah. a no name brand shoe also costs five bucks to manufacture, but you can only sell them for twenty bucks, and that's, I mean, that's what Apple did, and. I mean, you can't blame people for it. Um, it's cool. It marketing. always works. Yep. Marketing. Is marketing. I just think, <clears throat> I don't know. I think they're taking their own direction, though, with uh, like, so the thing for me with when you talk about Android phone, not just like Samsung, but Android in, in general, is there's so many manufacturers of phones running the Android OS that it's like, it's not as accessible. And then when I look at Apple, the thing that made it so accessible was that you say, I'm going to buy an Apple product. It's like, what are you going to buy? I'm going to buy it. An iPhone, it's okay, you're going to buy this because this is what an iPhone is. Well, now it's like you're going to buy the iPhone S, you're going to buy the 5, you're going to buy the 6. What are you going to buy? The same thing with the iPad. Now it's going to buy the Pro, you're going to buy the Air, you're going to buy the Air Pro, you're going to buy... There's just too many things. And Yeah, we they used to have that with the desktops, the desktops and laptops, and then Jobs sort of came in and said, right. Right, he came in and having fixed it. I know. Turned around the failing company, and now when Apple introduces a printer... Then I, I'm like, well, it's done. Well, they're done. <laughs> like, um, I was reading an article today about um, it was a couple of user experience guys that used to work for Apple that were like they're the gurus for you know design and, and user experience, and they were saying that Apple have got up their own ass now that they are not following good design rules with the, the user interface, and now it's all about the look. Um, and with that, you are losing legibility uh, and usability uh, and everything like that because they are just trying to make it look so sexy. They actually missed out usability. We will see. Right now, definitely Apple is in a very good spot with their products, making a lot of profit, um, investing smartly. But, you know, you never know what the next technological revolution is. Like a few years ago, freaking... Um, Sony or so was good with the cell phones. Then we had Nokia that, you know, Nokia was dominating the market. Then they yeah, kind of missed the flip phone age and got wrecked there. And now it's Apple. And maybe in 10 years, there's a new technology. Everybody has in freaking chips implanted. Then another company will come in. But they established themselves well in the luxury segment. And I it's affordable for anybody. That's the cool thing, you know. With the like phone companies heavily, um, you subsidizing, know, subsidizing, um, yeah, the cost subsidizing that, you know, everybody can have a luxury item for a relatively affordable price. Obviously, you yeah, have to right. pay a high, a high bill. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you, good. That that I don't, I don't like at all. Where if you look at, if you look at getting an iPad, in the past it was, do you want the large iPad or the small iPad? <laughs> And even then, it wasn't even that. It was, you want an iPad. Better. That's it. Like, yeah. the I, when, Whenever back the in the iPad up, 2, like, the iPad 3, that was it. You could, got one iPad. If you look at buying an iPad right now, you have the iPad Pro, the iPad Air 2, the iPad Air, the iPad Mini 4, the iPad Mini 2. And then each you one of those has got memory sizes it, as well. I they're all different processors, memory screen resolutions like if i tell screen. my grandma go out and buy <laughs> me uh, a, a an ipad make sure it's the one that i want and that's yeah. the only direction i give but you her pick the color too and whether or not it yeah. has cell service and like and then you when you, you can yeah, well, all the options there's like 40 different fucking yeah. ipads when you look at the iphone options you got iphone 6 plus 6s plus iphone 6s iphone 6 plus iphone 6 iphone 5s 
Yeah. Like, that is too many. And then you look at the processors, and you have the A9 with the M9 chip, the A8 with the M8 chip, the A7 with the M7 chip. Like, oh, it's just too... I, I, Why? Why? Like, why not sell two of each? Sell You've the got A- the iPad Pro, I'm pretty sure, actually, when you were listing iPads. No, I said the iPad Pro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you? You, then you got to sell without your buying a keyboard because it didn't come with a keyboard, right? Or a pencil. Oh, the pencil, right? Not not stylus. Pencil. <laughs> the oh, pencil? God. You want the pencil? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I lost my stylus for my uh, Surface. I was looking for that everywhere. You know, I remembered after the marathon that one of the things they told us is to not have our Macs out visible. And yeah. I just used the hell of my Mac. Oh, no. I and uh, they also they asked us not to like mention like that we were using iPads and that didn't really yeah, happen. Yeah, we definitely did. was like, hey, give me an iPad so I can see the Twitch chat. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I kept going like, you mean Surface. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they they were so nice. I didn't, they didn't really, yeah. uh, they're, they understood. <laughs> yeah, no one complained. It wasn't, it wasn't a rule. It was like a suggestion, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, moving on. How, how did Apple do that though? Before we move on, how... Yeah. How did they manage to to get that done? That people are okay by paying seven hundred bucks for a freaking cell phone. That's maybe you guys in the comments can answer that. They, well, they I know, I know they did it. They start off with that philosophy, and that's why. Well, yeah, with the i the i. Well, they've always it's always been like that, actually, yeah. hasn't it? The computers yeah. have always been. Well, way not even that. Compared. When the iPhone came out, remember, AT and T would not subsidize it. AT&T said yeah. that price is so stupid, we're not going to subsidize it at all. And we don't, and right. we think you're going to back down on that price. And it came out, and remember uh, Steve Ballmer making fun? Oh, you're going to buy a $625 uh, phone? Yeah, right, no one's going to do that. You remember him saying that? And then finally AT&T subsidized it, and that's when they got locked, and then that's when they got locked in that two-year or three, four-year contract where it could only be bought on AT&T in the United States. That was the smartest thing AT&T ever did. The I know. People, the contracts they got from people because people wanted an iPhone and they couldn't get it with any other provider. Yeah. But, you know, I was reading a thread the other day that linked back to the old uh, Apple forums whenever the iPod was first announced. I love did you see that, that thread. I love that thread. And people were like, $300 for a music thing. I love wow, that. Wow, I thought Apple was going to innovate. And, like, they were just shitting all over they it. They shit so like, much on it. And they were like, oh, just what we all need, another MP3 player. Who gives yeah. a crap? This is the dumbest product. Way to go, Steve. Taking the company in the worst direction ever. Friggin' it was the product that brought Apple back from the brink of destruction. Like, uh. and, and that's, that is really why I, well, <laughs> I don't know. What that's why say? I don't listen to basically any of, any, any criticism <laughs> Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't listen to criticism from comments or tweets or whatever because people don't know what they want. People have no clue what they want. And they don't. I know now. I finally figured out what my audience wants parking lot videos. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. And you, if you, you would have told you. them that, they would have said no. No, yeah, we don't want parking lot videos, but the views are there. Yeah, and they would have said, "Please, more gameplay." 
Yeah. yeah. Would you say not? And you captured that on your iPhone. Yeah, I recorded it with an iPhone. Vaguely <laughs> <laughs> uh, related and not my point, but um, Microsoft closed down Zoom this week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zoom. Up on that Rest one. in peace. Badgeons. You're next. I am indeed. So, um, ISIS have been um, a bit of a pain in the bum this week. To understand. Big bags. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> what did um, uh, oh, John Oliver did a good little piece about them assholes. Uh, but Anonymous have decided that they're going to declare war on ISIS uh, and are going to hack their social media, which is kind of a good idea because that's how they recruit and that's how they spread their propaganda is through social media um why so- doesn't twitter shut this shit down like i don't understand why their twitter accounts have to be hacked if they could be identified as members of isis to the point where people are can identify them and hack them can't twitter just like just twitter support uh, Twitter, Twitter has always Twitter will not shut it down because way early on during a few different revolutions, they have stated that they they can choose sides basically. Mm. Yeah, it's, even though it's universally and if they if they start to retarded, it is retarded. If they start to take sides, there's also uh, the chance that uh, companies like Time Warner or whatever, Viacom or whatever, will start to sue Twitter for, uh, like, either you need to be an open platform that people can use, uh, or you need to be a shutdown platform, and then Viacom and people can sue you for hosting the images that are copyrighted and blah, 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 blah. So they either need to choose one side or the other, and they've chosen open. They respond quite frequently when people report... um, you know, inappropriate stuff on Twitter. You see it every day. Like when hacker groups use Twitter and I don't know, do their announcement there. You can see these uh, Twitter accounts being suspended quite regularly and fast mm. as well. So they do it. It's not like they ignore it completely. We, you know, can't say. So they've, they've already um, took down, I think, fifteen hundred uh, site well pages, uh, channels as we call Twitter channels. Um, and accounts. accounts, yeah, I suppose that's yeah. probably a good way of doing it. Uh, they've doxxed some people as well. Um, and they have now posted, um, uh, on an IRC channel, a noob guide for people that want to be involved, which I, I'm thinking is probably not a good idea. <laughs> several reasons. <laughs> this seems like an easy way to become part of a zombie like network of computers. Yeah. Download well, this and install it from Anonymous. Just trust us. This is all fine. It'll help you become elite hacker. But as this article writer says, uh, IS isn't a joke. Um, yeah. uh, you you kind of want to know what you're doing. But they, they've uh, they've given out three newbie guides, in fact. One is a reporter, a reporter guide uh, detailing the setup of a Twitter bot for uncovering IS accounts. And there's a searcher guide designed to help activists around the world uncover IS websites. Um, and there is a third one, um, which I can't find at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I would say probably not a good thing to get involved in unless you really know what you're doing. But I kind of, I'm kind of happy that they're doing it. It was controversial. 
in yeah. the discussion of it when they started this a lot of people started to mock it as well going like oh look now the nerds are the keyboard warriors what they gonna do we need bombs and no stupid hackers some people were saying but i guess yeah as you mentioned before the isis guys they use the social media mm. in a very smart way with their flashy produced you know shocking videos that almost look like video game trailers and to some degree uh, yeah plus the yeah, they, they they fight guerrilla war, um, yeah. which standard you know, guns and bombs tactics don't really work against, which is why they are succeeding. Um, and so this is kind of guerrilla warfare back. It's yeah, it's a different tactic. Yes, it's how is it uh, there, Doc? Like, uh, have you seen like uh, is the security? Like, is the is the field? Like, how how is things in Germany right now? No, well, uh, you know, there was a football match Germany mm, Netherlands yeah. that was just um, cancelled because of supposedly terrorist threat. I mean, how can you say? It? How are things? Uh, it can happen. It's the same thing here can happen as it did in Paris now or. Um, wherever in the world um this whole hey we got our um you know fbi and and whatever is working on it and the nsa and everybody that's all bullshit you know yeah. you can't control millions of people that's just a, a feeling of security politicians want to uh, convey the end result of it being you're living in a in a state of total observation and you can't they 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 collect all kinds of data so the only way to really combat it obviously is if you make sure people who live here don't feel alienated and, you know, go on that crazy trip. I mean, in Paris, um, what happened there is uh, there's a Belgium, some people from Belgium were involved too, but in Paris, there's a huge Islamic, um, or Muslim, you better say, Islamic has a bad mm. sound already, although it's not, huge Muslim community. Um, and there's the banlieues where people... Um, yeah, discriminated against, have a hard time finding jobs and stuff. So it's basically homebred terrorism almost. And we have regions like that, obviously, too, in Germany. Yeah, there's areas in Berlin or so, or in other bigger German cities where it's 95% Muslim people, Arab people, Turkish people, and so on. And they have their own little society going on. Um, and there is a lot of problems. So if, you, if you'd be able to address them directly and get them more involved into the into the system and give them the feeling they can prosper. Nobody would bomb the shit out of anything. That's but, what ISIS are doing, isn't it? They are yeah. going for those people because they are dissolute. Yeah. yeah. Well, like so, all the Syrian refugees and stuff you have in Germany right now, that's not like one yeah. of the target demographics. Yeah, but that, look, that's for example, that's for, in my opinion, that is a quite a big scare tactic used by mm. some people in media saying, Hey, terrorists are going to smuggle in from, from Syria uh, and hiding as refugees and stuff like that. I mean, what do they think? Like such an operation that was carried out there in Paris, you cannot just, you know, smuggle your freaking Kalashnikovs as a refugee in. No. You need to have a network on spot and you need to be organized for quite a while. Sure, maybe some people could come in and um, be radical in some sort, but the guys that come directly from Syria would probably have a hard time pulling off such a well-organized um, thing. You know, it is... I mean, they did say that one of the guys did come from Syria, but 
that's one guy, and as you say, he came in and joined the network. He wasn't well, it's not, yeah, it's not stuff in himself. Yeah, they yeah. found a passport with him. It could also well be a, pl a planted thing, you know. <laughs> Put a passport on the guy, so um, you know you have to remember that guys that fleeing from Syria are running away from exactly the same guys who did this atrocious deeds in Paris. They are fleeing mm. from the ISIS guys. So why would ISIS not try to target them as well, smuggling a fake pass? And uh, so they have a horrible time if they come here, you know, um, kill a bir two birds with one stone pretty much. And uh, it's, you have to fight them on all fronts, but not only relying on people like Anonymous or Lao Russia moving in and bombing the shit out of them, French moving in, bombing Raqqa, Al Raqqa. I mean, you have to, as an individual, also try to work on it and not discriminate, try to bond people, try to be cool with people that have different beliefs and also the, the Muslim um, population needs to work on that. Um, you know, whenever such uh, terrorist attacks happen, uh, you hear a lot of voices from the Muslim community saying, hey, hey, this, we have nothing to do with that. We didn't do that. It's mm -hmm. not us. Well, also you as a community have to work on making sure that you don't tolerate radical thoughts within your community. You know, you as a moderate well, person. That's difficult yeah. because, I mean, there's radicals in the Christian community. It's like, what can you do? Yes. Like, yeah, what, like what, radicals yeah, are going to be radicals. You should, if somebody is radical and takes the Bible word by word and goes like, okay, there's no evolution uh, and stuff like that, you should lecture him. Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean no, one, no, one, no one likes, you know, like, uh, what is that, uh, uh, Westboro West Baptist Bra Church, yeah. you know, but... Yeah. It's you know I, I, relatively harmless. Yeah, well, yeah, they they well, aren't killing but, people, uh, but but uh, I don't know. You can denounce them all you want, but that's just about all all you can do. Yeah, but there was I'm not bringing it up. You know, that's not my own thoughts. Pretty much, there was a um, nice article about that on some of the prominent newspapers here in Germany and so on from Muslims actually addressing that, saying we cannot always say hey us Muslims, we have nothing to do with it. Also, we need to work actively on preventing radicalization of people and so on and work against it. So everybody has a responsibility and that is the only way to stop that problem. I mean, sure, if you look at maps, you know, everybody thinks ISIS is still progressing, ISIS is still progressing. They had their height at around July this year, if it comes to area they occupied and stuff. Right now, they're really getting pushed back. They're really, yeah. they lost... A lot out of there, it's different to over here, though, because out there they they come into a village and they say support us or we kill your family, and and yeah, yeah, it takes it takes a lot to stand up to something about that. But over here Hell they yeah. can't do that. Yeah, um, they have straight. Two two things have stood out to me for, from this thing. Um, one is that we we kind of get what what we used to call the blitz spirit in the war, which is like everybody gets together and says we're not going to take this shit we're going to carry on our life as normal um and we see we've seen that a lot in paris recently with, with people saying you know fuck them we're gonna like carry on uh which is nice but on the flip side of that we're seeing a lot of you know the papers are fear-mongering and saying you know, you know it's, it's it's going to get worse it's going to come over to england and, and we've got the american government's trying to push more for uh getting rid of you know all this of it um what do you call it? You know, the sort of secure way of communicating and stuff. And that great yeah. bit of uh, newspaper journalism the other day that said that they they could possibly be sending messages to each other over the PS network using Mario coins, which was 
which is like genius. Um, Did you hear there was a there was a a uh, I think it was a congressional representative who uh, was sending messages back and forth by creating an email and then saving it as a draft and then giving the password yeah. and like it was just always in their drive it was never sent and so it was like completely secure yeah i mean if these I people on 11 like, they kept saying people were using world of warcraft accounts like, <laughs> like i only remember that because i was playing world of warcraft i remember my grandma bringing it up don't you play that game the terrorists are in there you know if they're really worried about uh, you know their, their electronic communications being snooped, they could just put a stamp on a piece of paper and send a freaking letter. You know, it's it's whatever you try and stop, they're going to find a way around it. You know, so yeah, you have to you have to stop the roots. You know, and it's like yeah, that's like the, a good friend of my girlfriend. Um, he lives in Paris and he literally lives like. 10 minutes away from uh, where one of the shootings happened and actually a cousin of him died in the in the attack so it was really it was something that really affected me directly like you know for the first time you know somebody who actually got affected by this whole thing and it was a shocker and it's not it's very easy to say you know don't be afraid and so on but um yeah i don't know man what Anon is doing is okay. Everybody should fight their own way against them, I guess. And yeah, I mean, hopefully the sensible people will prevail. It's still unbelievable, you know, you, how radical one can be. Yeah, you bringing that up does does raise another point, which is one thing we have to bear in mind with all the fear mongering stuff that is going on, is that there's what two and a half million in Paris. Um, and there was a hundred people, you know, in, injured, a um, uh, hundred people killed, and, and whatever, which you know is obviously a tragically bad thing. But statistically, you are still highly unlikely in a terrorist yeah, attack. Of course. You know? So you got you got to you got to be real about these things and say, yeah, okay, but reality wise it's really unlikely you're going to be hit by a meteor before you're hit. But it still affects yeah, people though you know of course like, it does of course it does I you might it's, think it's, it's, twice to go to a rock concert now yeah but that's what they want think about it yeah but and it's working i mean obviously it's effective otherwise they wouldn't do it and it's uh it's it's just a tragedy we will not you know we're not freaking <laughs> how would we know you know we're just gamers i mean yeah. no, we cannot oh save the world uh, sometimes just wish you could take a guy by the neck and shake him and say you idiot what the hell are you doing just calm down stop killing other people uh, but if it was that easy i guess somebody would have done that already so yeah it's it's sad it wasn't really yeah i got really sad about it and uh, sh shock and another thing though it was quite weird when when that happened. I found myself being glued to all kinds of Reddit threads and blah blah blah. Almost mm. like, okay, what's gonna happen next? You know, you you go like you go in this weird state of being, I don't know, fascinating, fascinated about yeah. it, and see how. Yeah. I guess you were fascinated by the evil, or or it's it's these things kind of play out like a movie, don't they? It's, yeah. Um, I, I mean, I still remember when 9/11 happened, and, and it, it was it was unreal. It yeah, was so different. Um, yeah, just glued to the screen. We'll I, see I had, what the result now is. I mean, there's going to be a lot of more bombs, a lot of more innocent people going to die in 
in Syria as well. You know, it's not like there's like 10,000 ISIS guys sitting in Al Raqqa and uh, 1.5 million people live there. Now it's 400,000. Mm. And you can assume most of them are kind of, you know, they just want to live. They don't give a yeah, fuck about medical ideas. So, you know, if you bomb that city, you can't just go there like people say in freaking you know, raise the city. It's not possible. Oh, it's it's tricky. Yeah. But, and again, yeah. that's that's why this whole sort of guerrilla type attack is, is. I'm glad we've stopped dropping atomic bombs. Well, at least we learned from devastating half of the civilians and that we did in China, or China, Japan, yeah. Uh, yeah. to stop dropping atomic bombs on people. But yeah. Hey, you know, talking about fallout from atomic bombs. <laughs> Oh, oh wow. my God. Okay. Fallout for so this game. game. Wow. <laughs> so proud. So proud. That, just, that doesn't even feel right. No, that feels well, really quite uh, horrible. Yeah. Uh, so there's a game. <laughs> you don't even want to touch it. I don't. I don't want to talk about it now. I don't, I don't even want to play it anymore. I'm a, my LP's over. Like, yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah, Fallout 4 has been released. A lot of us are playing it in the group. Uh, am I the only one in this call that's playing it, actually? Are you playing it, Doc? No, I'm playing it, but not Let's Playing It. Uh, yeah. Is it just because I, I almost didn't? Because there's so many people with Let's Playing It. It's like, that's, it's really that's my whole reason. I was not able, like how YouTube works in our days, is if you're not one of the first to really push it out, you're going to have a hard time sustaining a, a long-lasting series. Like, you can predict that Fallout is not going to be a 10-episode thing. It's potentially very many episodes. And mm -hmm. I just cannot afford nowadays, as I do not so much Minecraft anymore, I have to really make sure the things I do are efficient and somehow bringing in the views so I can get by. So I'm scared to run into a series where I have to invest quite a bunch of time recording that and doing that. And then it's going to, you know, just dribble along. The views are gonna, not going to be right. And then you have to stop a series in the middle of it. So I just thought, all right, I couldn't catch the first hype wave. Not going to do it. That's, yeah. Still want to play it, though, obviously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just can't find time to play a game if I'm not going to record it. And I really wanted to play it because I haven't played any of the Fallout games. And it seems like something I, you know, that I want to play. So, yeah. yeah. Played them all. I mean was one of the first games uh, on PC I really loved, you know, back then, the old Fallout 1 and 2. It was a totally different game like it is nowadays. Um, right now, it's pretty much a, a shooter game. <laughs> Uh-oh, what did I say there? No, but it's, it's different. Um, it's controversial. Most people love the game, obviously, right? But some people also critique it for the dull, you know, how it's called uh, the the whole RPG part of it being pretty dull and um, they've, yeah. they've kind of like toned the RPGness down quite a lot this time, haven't they? From what yeah, heard. yeah. It's about exploring and checking things out, and there's so many things to find all over the place, and it's I mean, it's, it's like Skyrim game. with guns, yeah, basically, and and mutants and stuff. Yeah. So, uh, now we're coming up on the end of the year. Like, what would you say is the holiday? like video game that people are going to be wanting to give their kids and stuff. Is this it? It's got to be all out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little what early. You, since you also mentioned game, uh, what do you think ga the game of the year was? Witcher game 3. I think, Witcher it was, three. I think it was Witcher 2. Mm -hmm. 
for me, it was Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, like, too, yeah. I, if I if I could give if there was something I got to fill out and vote that <laughs> mattered, I would vote for Tales from the Borderlands for yeah. sure. Um, but I don't think that's from me. A lot of people we should cover the game that, that I probably pl- like. I, I freaking love Seven Days to Die, like mm-hmm. so much. <laughs> it is. I cannot wait for the new update. Like, when is it coming? I want it so I bad. Know. I know. I wish they would just because that's the thing too. Like, we're holding off on start. Like, we haven't even announced our our big plan for um uh like a don't uh, announce a it server that we're just no a big plan for Pokemon. What? I don't understand. What are we yeah, talking about? Right. We, but we have a big, uh, huh? we're waiting, you know, to do the next PvP thing and the Seven Days to Die UHC. That's what we should call it from now. Even though you can generate health. Um. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, we're waiting for the fucking update, and it's like, man, I, we all thought it was going to be like November, the first week of November, but yeah, it's not. I wind about how, it lately. Oh, sorry, Batch, go ahead. I was going to say, it's funny how the game that, that started off being you know, quite badly panned has turned into one of our favorite games. I know. Yeah. I, I know. kept preaching it over and over, mm-hmm. but I was also thinking um, they would push along a bit. You know, I wind about that lately again. There's these games that stay in beta for ever and uh, that is a bit sad that it that changed a lot about it now again um i would love to keep on playing now and i don't want to you know people say hey dog i get a lot of comments why are you not playing seven days to die right now and i'm just like there's so so many big changes in the upcoming patch that it's a, a totally different ball game game yeah i'm worried about so stuff. i don't yeah, yeah. yeah. So now I don't want to invest time in it, which in, into something that potentially completely changes again. Yeah, right. So it's like uh, I don't know. I man. still like now, it. I like it, yeah. and it's the thing is I haven't played it nearly as much as you guys have. So I've mm. still been enjoying like the single player, trying to figure out like I didn't. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, cannot wait for that freaking update though. I uh, like I was holding out on doing a single player because I didn't want. Like I, well, for one thing, I didn't think it was going to take this damn long for the update, so I thought we'd be starting a multiplayer back up again um, pretty soon. But I also like didn't want to get into a single player in the game update or anything. But I finally, I was like, man, I should stream it, but then I can't stream half the time. So I was finally just like, screw it, I'm going to play it. I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's 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 a lot I mean, of fun. I should, like I mean, I'm playing it completely different as a single player than I did multi. You know what I mean? Because I'm getting to like finally build like a like I want, I guess. So I mean, I've been streaming it three times a night, and and. So not three times like three times a week, um, just because it's it's a really good game for streaming because it just keeps going and and it's yeah. really good. And I stopped it before the marathon, and now you know I've I've come to the point where I'm going to start streaming it again tomorrow. And it's like, well, do I start streaming a new map or do I you know do something else until the update comes out? And it's that. <laughs> Can I tell you mm. something that was silly that I did? I didn't realize that you could switch between uh, survival uh, single player and survival multiplayer so easily. And I think mm. I accidentally clicked survival multiplayer and uh, did the seed as the name of the world. And it was OMG Chad test. And so I'm freaking playing along. And some <laughs> random person <laughs> joins. <laughs> and it was, like, I was like, hey, ooh, we have the same name for our world or whatever. And I was like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> and then like. I'm like I'm like pinned down in a in a, a like a, a, a <laughs> warehouse, and this guy comes out of nowhere and just like destroy. He'd been playing for like a lot a lot longer, so he just like destroys all these zombies. Like I will save you, and I'm like 
I'm out. And I like quit. I was like, what the heck is going on? So it was then, running on your on your computer? He just connected? Like, I is guess. He a yes. I have no clue how this happened. I don't, like, seriously, all I was doing was just play it, like, just, just oh, trying man. to test stuff out. I have no clue. Uh, and it was, it was early. It was, like, really early. I had only put in, like, maybe a few hours into the game. And oh, <laughs> just man. playing along, so-and-so joins. I'm like... What? What? My single player? Like, is this part? Is like, I was like, is this part of the single player campaign that like an AI, like some AI guy like joins and stuff? I don't know. Uh, that's all we were doing when we were at Chad's house and we were playing multiplayer. That that's all we were doing. It was just running off my machine. And, and yeah. Join the match. Yeah, I know, but I didn't, I don't know. I, I didn't yeah. think you would like make. And then it was that easy just to leave it open and people start. Or show it up. <laughs> yeah, but we drifted a bit. I mean, from Fallout to Seven Days, but yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Fallout, everybody agrees it's a good game. It's not a perfect game, right? Everybody agrees on that too, I guess. Um, so I'm not sure. For me, still, Witcher 3 is the game of the year so far. Like, yeah. I was... I was expecting better graphics, I'll say, in Fallout. Is that just yeah, an yeah. engine thing because they're using the same engine from Skyrim? Or what is the deal with that? Yeah, I, I think problems. they just, it's just a priorities thing. Like, they would rather have this super huge world with tons of, of like, story yeah. content than the most amazing mm. graphics. Yeah. Which is frustrating. Seems like they could have pretty much the same things, things. Two different groups working on these things at the same time and have both. You know, I had this interesting interview with one of the Witcher 3 developers, and he pretty much said it really well. Well, you have to consider an average computer has so and so much power. So to have all these things going on in the background takes a lot of power, Mm. a lot of, uh, you know, calculations. So you have to find a good compromise between actual AI and, you know, things that run in the background and the graphics. And I guess this is another case. Yeah, where this happened, and um, you could blame it on that is also for consoles. You know, you can blame it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, my yeah. computer could run. My computer could run better graphics. Luckily, though, there's always going to be people that will put out mods, just like they did uh, for um, you know um, um, Oblivion and so on. And yeah, Skyrim. To Skyrim to make it look fantastic. You know, you, you probably have HD graphics on there, and if then. Then that problem is solved, I guess. So I uh, we're getting off track again, but uh, seeing how good CD Projekt Red did with The Witcher Three, um, I am so 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 excited about Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. So excited! Oh, my. did you see? Um, they were they were they were talking about that just the other day. It was like a trailer for something came out. I, no. I, I saw it. I thought I was excited. How did I miss this? What? Yeah, there was there was something coming from them about that game, like a release date. There was something that happened recently from them. You got so it. They always delivered so far. They're they did really good. Yeah. Uh, CD Projekt Red all in for next big chore. So maybe they've just kind of. Uh, slowed down the Witcher 3 development and have started working with... Uh, no, I mean, they were specifically talking about... There was a trailer or something. I'll, I'll find it. But yeah, anyways. this is it, actually about two weeks ago or something, so it's been a little while. Oh my! I, I hate it when, like... Uh, yeah, I see something from November 18th. That's today. What? Um, 
Uh, I hate it it when like something you're really into, like you find out like two weeks ago, there's like a big news and like it just missed you. Like you didn't see it on your Twitter feed or or whatever. It's like, what? Oh, my God. I love this thing. How did I not know? Um, Gotta deal with it. Yeah, I guess. Exactly. Uh, With that. uh, Yeah, we have we are going so late on this podcast. Uh, But before we get into Ask Crack, we have to thank our sponsor for this episode, Braintree. If you are creating a mobile app and looking for the correct payment API to use. Well, look no further than Braintree Uh, with a simple single integration. You get every way to pay. You could accept PayPal, Apple Pay, Bitcoin, Venmo, credit cards and more all with Braintree. It is super simple uh, and the best way to accept multiple payment types. So you can test out their V.0 SDK. It's just a small snippet of code. They even have a sandbox all set up for you. Uh, It takes less than 10 minutes. So learn more and you can get your first $50,000 in transactions fee-free. Oh, you think you think you're just going to get fifty thousand dollars? No, but uh, hey, yeah. you could get fifty thousand dollars of transactions and free uh, fee free, which is j- freaking fantastic. Big thanks to Braintree for that. BraintreePayments.com/slash/mindcrack is the place to go to learn more. Please use that URL. Let's know that uh, we sent you there and uh, helps out the podcast. BraintreePayments.com/slash/mindcrack is the place to go. So you know, start accepting all the payments, not just a few. All of them with Braintree. Thanks so much, Braintree, for your support of the Minecraft podcast. <laughs> Moving on to Ask Crack. You ask us questions and we try to answer them and do the best of our ability. We're going to do all these questions a little bit fast because uh, yes. yep. we are running low, 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 long. We talk too much about uh, ISIS. Uh, yeah. From uh, uh, what do you, in what form do you feel the apocalypse will take? Do you think it'll be a nuclear war, religious war, environmental disaster, zombie outbreak, etc.? From Beck, I think it's going to be some sort of disease. I think that it's gonna. There's gonna be some pandemic that our bodies aren't used to, and it could be something as creepy as zombies. But I think that the apocalypse will look like the black plague. It wipes out four thirds of everyone, and there's like. Not there's Four infrastructure. Four thirds. Oh, like here. people are being born just to die. <laughs> Four thirds. Three fourths. Four thirds. Put them on the ground and kill them. Over a hundred percent death. Bring um, him back. Kill him again. <laughs> That's the zombie. You know, zombies. You know. Right. Oh back. yeah. Right. Yeah, there you go. Gotcha. Um. Sorry. Three fourths. Like I think that that our population will just plummet down. Because there's only going to be a few people that'll survive, and uh, that'll be the apocalypse. Because um, there won't be enough people to like run energy, or uh, or you know, so pretty much the, the grid. Dead you're talking about. Yeah, oh. so you'll have all this infrastructure, <laughs> right? You'll have all of these buildings and things that no one knows how to run anymore. There's been so much death that uh, that no one uh, will be around to actually run it and keep it keep it going just complete anarchy also once everyone starts dying you know so that's how i think uh, the apocalypse will happen i, I think uh son of a supernova <laughs> that's it a will. long time from now <laughs> i know that's it's gonna be we're gonna work everything out we're gonna oh you oh, that's, that's yeah, okay we're gonna, we're gonna go work it all out and then we're just gonna die to a supernova but that's like in thinking. what like a hundred thousand years 
200,000? Yeah. It'll take oh, Mars, too. We're going to colonize Mars. Don't matter. <laughs> just the whole sun is just going to just explode and just wipe out our entire well, solar system. First. Mars will be first to go. Those people in that colony will be the first to go because supernova. Yeah. Get them first. Wait, I thought Mars was further away yeah. from the sun. Well, Chad's not going to be allowed to go to Mars. <laughs> you mean <laughs> Venus. People on Venus, they got... They were, they're, they're screwed. Venus and Mercury. Um... I was listening to a guy oh, who was wait. talking about global warming. Huh? What? No, either. Nothing. Oh, Is Mars further away? I don't remember now either. Yeah, Shit. Mars, Mars, Mars further away. Yeah. Um, we're, third, we're third rock from the sun. Yeah. Yeah. I know that. I, I watched that show. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars. Yes. It is, right? Yep. Yeah. Whatever. I, Look at it. It's only a few more minutes. You know, speed of light. So. We're supposed anyway. to be doing this quickly, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I was listening to a guy the other day talking about the global warming thing, and um, he was saying that I think we we give out something like 900 gigatons of uh, CO2 a year, um, and trapped under the ice in the poles are something like a couple of billion gigatons of CO2. And if we hit, I think it's like six degrees higher than we are now on average temperature, all that ice melts and all that CO2 comes out, and then we've got an irreversible catastrophic yeah, happening, um, which I can kind of see happening. I'm also a little worried about the fact that there are people hacking into everything on a daily thing now. There's there's thousands of hacking, you know, breaches going on, and it, at some point somebody's going to do a um, war games and accidentally let off some nuke somewhere. I think. You think so? I think there's possibly a possibility. Possibly. Jesus. <laughs> so wait, in your in your oh, sorry, I know we're supposed to do this fast, but in your apocalypse does that just mean everyone's dead like i assume like some people would be alive so that it's oh, like video people, game well you know i think if, if it's the global warming thing i think we're all fucked i think if it's a nuke thing then um then fallout for yeah <laughs> i i strongly believe it's gonna be obviously self-inflicted we're gonna manage to kill everybody on here before any supernova or whatever happens or mm comet strikes i'm strongly believing it would be a war a devastating war that breaks out you know the thing is for example russia or the united states they have a bunch of atomic arsenals still now just imagine crazy revolution starts somebody gets their hands on that pulls the trigger think chain reaction you know to shoot a rocket to russia they shoot back whatever and that's we're gonna annihilate ourselves and probably there was going to be a few survivors but i mean that, that's quite a similar it's, it's not the leaders doing it it's somebody else coming in there and firing them off isn't it that's yeah yeah you don't know it's i'm that's maybe still with the isis topic because <laughs> when you think yeah how crazy people can be so yeah yeah moving on badge your question so, greetings, Podcrackers. Do any of you have ever have trouble falling asleep? It usually takes me over an hour to actually fall asleep every night. I'm always tired the next day, and it makes it hard to focus on my classes at school. Any advice, tips on how to fall asleep faster would be greatly appreciated. Thanks. Love the podcast. Uh, alcohol does wonder. <laughs> yeah, I was just say alcohol, but uh, from the way that you said you have to go to class every day. <laughs> no, I used to suffer from quite a lot, um, and... I, I found that listening to the radio on a chat, you know, uh, of, we have like Radio 4, which is just just talk, you know, and, and plays and things like that. Voices, quiet in the background helped. 
Now I've got the internet. I've got you can see behind me. I've got my laptop on the bed. And that is there because I listen to stuff on that to go to sleep to. And uh, there's a site called MyNoise.net, which um, is like a noise generator. The, the guy's a genius. He's gone and taken really high quality audio of of different things, and then he puts them on on like a ten slider um, thing that you can adjust the sliders, and each one has a different thing. Like he's got like rainstorm. Uh, and so the first few are like different thunder noises and you can turn them up and down. And then there's different types of rain noises, like there's hard rain on, you know, a, a tin roof and there's soft rain on grass and stuff. And you can adjust all these and it can do its sort of thing where it, multi it kind of animates for you and stuff like that. And that's really good because you have a nice sort of white noise background that, you know, I find is quite nice to fall asleep to um, or just do a shitload of exercise. For me, uh, watching a documentary with a, um, you know, calm documentary mm. guy voice works really well. I don't know. I I just go much. to, I don't know, the, the, the secrets of the Serengeti, you mm. know, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> a line drive, I don't know. Hey, you know something, uh, yeah, something relaxing. And then, yeah, I also have my laptop um, always at the bedside and, Yeah, then just put my headphones on and um, fall asleep to that, and that, that works out fairly well. But I just cannot lay. But if I lay there and don't, uh, you know, watch or listen to something, I'm not gonna fall asleep ever. Yeah, brain explodes. Yeah, um, I, I like to do snooker. snooker. Snooker, yeah, that's really that's also snooker. very good. Yeah. Or poker. Um, World series of, series of poker is also so freaking boring you fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Watch cricket. Yeah. Um, I insomnia, which doesn't sound right, but like normally I will stay up until I get so exhausted that I know the moment I lay down, I'm going to go immediately to sleep. So mm. I'll stay up, play, like doing something that'll just keep my mind going, like a video game. Uh, I'll get on my phone and play like some stupid app until like basically I just know I'm gonna fall the heck to sleep. Yeah. The problem with that is normally then you want to sleep in the next day because uh, you probably stayed up till 2 a.m. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is great at sleeping, I'll tell you. I can't when, a lot. He, mm -hmm. he can sleep. I have a picture of Chad sleeping in the weirdest fucking position. Actually, I tweeted out. You so you guys it. also have a picture of Chad sleeping in the weirdest position. Um, I need my sleep. It is hard for me to fall asleep, but if I'm in the mood to fall asleep, like, holy yeah. man. Like, day to day, it's difficult for me to fall asleep. But, like, when I'm traveling and, like, just tired after a day, bam. My issue is when I wake up, I'm awake, and that really sucks because, yeah. like, I, like, if, like, someone wakes me up just for, like, a quick question or whatever, it's like, well, that's it. I'm all going back to sleep now. Thanks for ruining my sleep. <laughs> yeah. 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 I can relate to that. Like in the morning, it literally takes me 30 seconds to be ready to go. It's like, oh, good morning. All right, what am I going to do? Okay, brush teeth, let's go. You know, it's like, Mine's like instantly on, basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think let's just go ahead and not do the next two questions because we are running really late and we have a meeting to get to. So uh, thank you guys so much for watching the podcast. Doc, thanks so much for being on. It is awesome as usual. Whenever I'm on, we go over time. I know, I we know do. It... <laughs> Good banter. Qu quality banter, as Pyro was saying. Yeah. Um, chat, chat, chat. chat. So, yeah. Chad, before we leave, what the hell happened to your face? <laughs> <Sorry>. November? <laughs> uh, 
it's, it's, it's a good face paint. It's, it's gotten to the point where, uh, like, I, at the at the marathon, it was still short enough. It was really scratchy, so no, no longer it's not scratchy anymore, which is fantastic. But um, it's getting long enough that you can tell that there's irregularities, and I'm, I haven't like trimmed it. So like it looks. Are you allowed to trim it? Isn't it like you can't even trim it? You're not supposed to, but I'm already kind of like. So are you not shipping over here? You're just not I have am. hair that grows over there. No, oh, I am. So wait, like, wait, wait! Isn't it no shave November? This is the no shave area right here. <laughs> I right think here. you're cheating. It's not I no might, trim. I might be. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'm doing no trim, no shave, right here. Just, just right here. Um, so, see, so, yeah. I, I really want a beef beard, but it's just, I, I, this is about as big as it gets, you know. It's yeah, just, I can't I try do that. It. My hair gets old. I get arrested all the time. <laughs> arrested all the time. T- Taliban. <laughs> it looks, it makes me look so much older. Like. I can't believe, like, I took a the photo next to the shirts, Robin Hood or somebody. and yeah, I look so old. I'm like, dang. <laughs> Off didn't to Sherwood get, Forest. Didn't you get caught? <laughs> I did, and then, uh, and then I went out drinking the other night, and not a single person carded me. And it was like, oh, <laughs> dang, I look old with this thing. He, he, he questioned Pyro, and Pyro gave him his driving license. He looked at it, and it was like, was it 93 or something? It, it, he goes, uh, how old's that? And Pyro's like, 22. And he goes, God, I'm getting old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm getting now to the point, like, when I have it shaved, uh, because I look so young, people look at it and be like, oh, like, oh, I didn't realize you were this old. <laughs> They'll back. That doesn't happen now. They're like, oh, yeah, of course, you're that old. Um, <laughs> anyway, if you want to submit questions to the podcast, uh, mindcracklp.com slash podcast is the place to go. Also, if you want to subscribe on iTunes or YouTube, there are links there. Mindcracklp.podcast.com is your savior when it comes to not typing in URLs, except that one. Uh, Use anyway. this podcast to fall asleep. Use the, yeah. yeah. Hey, look at that. There you go. See. <laughs> all my all my videos <laughs> and that about wraps it up for this episode of the podcast see you next time bye, bye. bye.